The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. You don't want to miss In the Blender with Brandon and Malin Hyman, where faith, family, finance, fellowship, and fitness is our focus. So get ready for your family to be launched into another stratosphere. You're tuning in to the dynamic broadcast of In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Make sure you call someone and let them know that we're on the air and ready to roll. I tell you guys, we are excited to be with you on this evening. I'm telling you, we're going to have an awesome time. We can be talking about some matters at the heart and how you can have what you really want in this blended family, not only just in this blended family, but period. And so we're just excited, man. We've just been talking <laughs> pretty much all day long as we do anyway, but just really been putting things into uh, perspective, even as it relates to us. One of the things we do is we have uh, our own family meetings and we have them quite often now since we're both uh, with each other so often and so much, we're just constantly having meetings as well as dedicating a specific time to just really talk about some things as it relates to our life, our progression, uh, what we desire, what we no longer uh, desire, what we're looking to obtain and achieve uh, for for us as a couple, as well as our family. And so we're just excited to share with you guys even some of that information uh, that we've been discussing over this last two weeks uh, since the last time we were together with you guys. And I tell you, we're just excited. Um, sweetheart, start us off. Uh, Tonight, we're going to be talking about what you want is really a heart thing. And we have four points that we're going to be kind of covering on tonight. We're going to be talking about desiring the things you want, deciding what you want, dedicating efforts and making it happen the way you want it to happen and demanding what you want. So we're going to go over those things, break it down a little bit and um, give you an understanding that we can actually have whatever we say, whatever we desire, whatever we decide, whatever we dedicate our efforts to, and then demand it to take place in our life. So we have the ability and the power to do that. And and it's so important, sweetheart, that even we start off just with that, because scripture says that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. And so understanding, guys, that there's a way that you can go about obtaining and achieving things in life that if you would just be sensitive to have an ear to hear, mm-hmm. you can have it. If you would be sensitive to hear, sensitive to the time, sensitive to the season, sensitive to the things that's going on in and around you, you can achieve everything in life that you want to achieve, whether it's a blessed marriage, a great marriage whether it's your children on track, whether it's financial, whether it's your health, whether it's your spirit, man, whatever it is in life that you're looking to obtain and achieve, you can have it. But you're going to have to be sensitive. You're going to have to be led by Holy Spirit. You're going to have to be led by inspiration as well as information. There's some guiding tools that's set up in the universe that if you tap into them, you will obtain just what you're looking in life to attain. Go ahead, baby. So our first one, we're going to talk about desiring the things that you want. And I'm going to give you the definition of desire first. Mm-hmm. Desire, a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. I'm going to read that again. A strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. And, and these are, and not because you are, but these, these four, these four D's are D's to dominance in the blended family. You can dominate in the blended family 
if you will utilize these four Ds. Now, of course, there are so many other things that you can utilize to dominate, but definitely these four. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you utilize these four Ds, you will definitely begin to dominate in the blended family. Go ahead, sweetie. So again, a strong desire, a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. So whatever feeling you're having or wanting to happen in your blended family, that's what you'll get. You desire, you have a strong desire that you want your blended family to work. You want your marriage to work. You want, you're wishing that it's going to happen. Although in wishing, sometimes, desire. yeah, it's in wishing is desiring. It's just another word. So we're using desiring. So we're taking wishing out of that. That's just the definition of what desire mm -hmm. is. But just desiring what you want in your heart. When you desire something in your heart and then you decide that that's what you want, you work towards that desire that you have and then you demand it and it's going to take off. It's going to happen for you. And, 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 and I, I, I wanted to um, really hammer in on desire over wishing because desire is more definitive. Desire is more yeah. substantial. Scripture says it like this, delight yourself in him and he'll give you the desires, not the wishes, the desires of your heart. So desires bring about weight. Desire brings about resolve and results. And so it's important, man, to, to desire. It's important to develop that strong feeling. Whatever you want, there has to be a strong feeling behind it in order for it to come to pass. There has to be a strong feeling. You're not just going to just look at something and say, oh, that's a nice car, but then there's nothing behind it. Guess what? You're not going to get that car because there's nothing driving you towards that car. There's no desire. There's no feeling. There's no emotions that's behind that desire that's going to push you towards getting that car. Yeah, if they want that car. If they if desire. That's, if that's the one that exactly. they Exactly. That's desire. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why it's important yeah. to dominance. The dominance of desire over wishing. And that's why I wanted to make that clarification because, you know, we was growing up, everybody watched Disney pretty much. The song, When You Wish Upon a Star. Well, guess what? That wishing goes into hope. And scripture says hope deferred makes the heart sick. But it never says desire deferred because desire is not deferred when it's motivated through emotion. Desire obtains. Hope be delayed. Hope is delayed, but desire obtains. And so it's important to understand that. Go ahead, sweetie. Should have took that out then. Um, so we're going on to the next point. Mm -hmm. Decide. Definition will give you the definition of decide. Decide. Come to a resolution in the mind as a result of consideration. Again, come to a resolution in the mind as a result of consideration. You got to decide what you want, man. You got to know. First of all, you got to know what you want. That's that's in your decision making process, knowing exactly what you want. If you want better communication, you got to decide to have better communication. But that means also that you got to decide to be a participator in that process. And, and, and with that. In the, especially since we're, we're we're talking about family or blended family, it's something that everybody has to do together because even in deciding, once you decide that that's what you want to do, then you can decide to want to have a better communication and work on yourself so that, you know, you, it's like when it's more than one person, Mm -hmm. Like in a marriage, it's two people like one person can decide to want to communicate, uh -huh. but the other person may not want to communicate. So when you have a situation like that, one person want to communicate and one person don't. How do you communicate? You communicate. It's simple. You communicate. What you looking at me like that for? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying because somebody might because I know people have asked that, you know, have had that question. And like, you know, well, I try to communicate and, you know, he won't he don't want to talk or or vice versa. You know, like I, I try to talk to, you know, my spouse and she don't want to talk or I try to talk to my teenage child and they don't want to talk. And so do you stop talking? 
Absolutely not. Oh, there you go then. Because <laughs> watch this. It's your desire. It's your desire that matters. See, we, 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 society has told you that you can't make a person do something. <coughs> I beg to differ. You can. See, when we talk about making, we talking about when, when, when you hear the word make, you think forcibly. That's what people hear when they hear make somebody do something. They hear force. They hear you taking restraint and constraint over a person and forcing them to do something against their own will. That's not what that means. That's why scripture says in all you're getting, get understanding. Once you get understanding of a thing, you can utilize it better to your advantage. What do you mean? A wise woman said this. She had an issue in her marriage. And her husband wasn't acting like he should have been acting. This is what she said. She said she began to act as if he was acting like he should have been acting. And it changed the way she acted. Changed the way he acted. No, she didn't say that. She said it changed the way she acted. No. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Again, that's why it's important to hear right. She said... She acted the way she began to act the way she began. It was she acted as if he was acting correct, like he, like she wanted him to act, mm -hmm. but it changed the way she acted. Now, watch this when it changed the way she acted, it ultimately changed the way he acted because the energy behind what she was doing now became contagious. See, a lot of times we are in relationship, we want stuff that we don't want to put energy behind. And so you can't get a result from something that you're not willing to be all in. She became all into that desire. She began to act as if he was acting like he was supposed to act, and it changed the way she acted. No, it changed the way she acted, but the ultimate result was he changed the way he acted. It changed the way she acted. Watch this. You can't do something and be consistent in it if you don't change. Right. She changed her actions first. No. She changed. Listen, she just began to act that way. When she began to act that way, then the change happened first in her. Right. And it and it ultimately changed. He act, ended up changing the way he, did. That he was acting. No, but that's right. not what she said. What she said was it changed the way she uh, well, acted. No, listen, <laughs> it's important because it's important to hear right. You can't see, and, and that's important that we have in this conversation even now, because too many times people hear the end, but they don't hear the middle. And when you don't hear the middle right, you miss a part of the importance of getting an understanding. See, that's that's what happened. We can say that and then people will take this, take this analogy and then they just start doing stuff in the home. And they think because they're doing something in the home, it's going to change the way their family is behaving. It's going to change the way their spouse is not. It's supposed to change you. Absolutely. Once it changes you, then the residue of the change in you is now access for them to make a change. But the access for them to make a change will not happen until you make a change. And that's why she said it the way she said it. It changed the way she acted. Eventually, over time, he looked at it and said, you know what? I can't keep treating my wife like this. I can't keep behaving like this. I got to do something about it. But it wasn't until she truly changed because she went from just acting because everything we do is an act. Everything we do is an act. It's like when you, it's like, you know, many of you guys heard me say this before. One of my favorite actors is Denzel Washington. If I say What's the, what, what do you remember Denzel Washington about? 90% of people, especially men, <laughs> is going to say training day. Because he acted in such a way, especially if you're from the streets, Denzel played that role. <laughs> he had that thing down. Now, he played it in such a fashion that it was believable. So when you play this thing the right way, now it becomes believable, not just to those that are seeing it, but to you as well. 
And when you believe the change is taking place, guess what? Everybody else is going to benefit from that change. Everybody else is going to benefit from that change. That's why you got to decide what you want. When you decide what you want, you start putting in the necessary pieces in order to get the necessary results. You won't place the necessary pieces in your life until you make a decision to have it. It's just like uh, fitness. And we, we utilize fitness a lot because that's what we do. And, uh, and it's a major part of our lives. But fitness, you can want to do <laughs> or wish to do 100 push-ups all day long. But until you decide to get on that floor and begin to push that weight up off that floor, guess what's going to happen? It's just, it, it, that's all it is. It's just a desire. There's not, you haven't put any action behind it. The deciding in that now puts feet to that desire. That deciding that now puts feet to that desire. So watch this. She began to act like he was acting the way he was supposed to act because she had to now visualize him acting right. She had to now let the picture of him acting right and treating her right be all consuming. We get what we want, man, when we become all-consumed. When, when that goal of losing that 10 pounds, when that goal of starting that business, when that goal of, of when you first saw your husband and you first saw your wife, when, when that goal of winning them becomes all-consuming, guess what happens? You get it. We were talking about this, we were talking about this the uh, other day, and... When I first met my wife, I met my wife in May, in March. I first met my wife in March of 97. We got married in March of 98. Listen, when I first met her, I met her in March of 97. We got married in March of 98. When I first met her, I knew. <laughs> I, this, was, this was the one. She, she made me a little reserved because when I met her, I didn't meet her under the best circumstances at that particular time. It had nothing to do with us, but she was taking care of some business. And so she was so consumed by what she was taking care of that to me, I thought she was, you know, brushing me off. <laughs> but I, I knew if I got another chance to, to, to meet her that, hey, this is the one. And so... I don't even, I can't even remember from that moment to the time we actually had a conversation ever meeting you again. Now, I, I think from your sister at that particular time, she said we met a couple times in between, but I don't remember. Well, anyway, I know this. After that next time that I can remember us meeting, we've been inseparable. <laughs> we've been inseparable. And so it's, it's, it's been that. But watch this. That was I, that was consuming, man. This was the one. This this no, twenty three years ago. Twenty three years ago. <laughs> twenty three years ago. This was the one. I was consumed. I had I had ever. You know what I'm saying? But that that desire, that decision that th this is it, will bring about the results you're looking for. And I'm telling you guys, if you just desire, man, if you just decide. Right here, I don't care what happened before. We both we're a blended family. We both were divorced. Well, I was in the process of getting divorced. She was already divorced. We both been there. But this decision right here, that decision then produced all of this now. That decision then produced all of this now. And I'm telling you guys, the best is yet to come. You're right here. I don't care how things look, man. That's why we share what we share on in the blender. Well, not because we want you to know all of our business because it's none of your business, but we share it because guess what? It's helpful. If we overcame, the Bible says this, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of this testimony. This is our testimony. Our testimony is we made it, you can make it. We survive, you survive. We thriving, you can thrive. That's our testimony. No matter what it looks like, this is not the end. There's so much greater ahead of you. 
There's so much more in front of you. And so first you got to have a desire. Then you got to decide. Go ahead, sweetie. And then dedicate, which means de de dedicate, devote your time, effort to a particular task or purpose. So in this case, you want to dedicate your time to a purpose. And your purpose is you're wanting your blended family to win, to yes. work out, to be on top, to blend perfectly. You got to dedicate, dedicate efforts, man. You got to put some action behind it. Dedicate some efforts. Listen, if you guys aren't communicating well, then dedicate efforts in communicating well. What do you mean by that? Learn to listen. Listening is key. I'm not talking about hearing, listening. Listening and hearing are really two different things. Scriptures, but when scripture talks about hearing, it talks about listening. When we talk about listening, we're talking about hearing. We, we're, saying it, we're saying it differently. Too many times you hear a person say something, but you're not listening to what they're saying. You hear them say something, but you're not listening to what they're saying because your spouse is giving you cues. Your children are giving you cues. Sometimes you're giving yourself a cue on how to respond to a situation, but you got to listen. And when you listen, you'll understand exactly what to communicate to get the right results. Madeline, to tell you, I'm 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 a stickler. I'm very I'm a very particular type person. You don't have to try to figure me out because I'm gonna tell you where I'm at. How people miss me is when you're trying to figure me out when I'm telling you how I am. But that's because you don't trust you, so you think that everybody else is not being truthful. Well, guess what? Sometimes you're hearing truth, you just gotta hear it. You gotta listen to it. You gotta absorb it and receive it. And there are times, man, that when you're hearing things, if you would dedicate efforts, she don't listen. This one right here, I'll never forget, man, when um, Edible Arrangements first came out. Well, I don't know if it was when it first came out, but. It was around when it first came out. And, and I, man, I wanted to, I wanted to do, because, man, this one right here, I remember <laughs> for about two years straight, Every week, I was getting a, a, a dozen of roses. Every week. <laughs> Every week on my job, she was sending me a dozen roses. I ain't talking about them joints from Julio on the street corner at the intersection. I'm talking about from one of the top floors in the area. And I'm getting these roses, man. And I'm talking about them things were beautiful. And I'm, you know, I'm a sentimental, sensitive type dude. So I was like, oh, yeah. But at that particular time, I worked with a lot of women. And boy, they was hot. They was fired up. Hey, we here they go. We know they, like clockwork, they knew they was coming in. But she was putting effort. She was demonstrating something to get something that she wanted. She put some effort behind it. She made a dedicate. She dedicated. When I was, listen, two, two, three years, right? It was, it was at least two years that I was getting those things like clockwork. That was dedicated effort. Something that she knew I, and I don't even know how she really knew I liked it, you know. But she did. She listened. Again, we're talking about listening. She listened. She heard something, and she acted upon it. And man, that thing just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And guess what? She was benefiting from that action. You want change to take place? You're going to have to put some boots to the ground. You're going to have to get up and do something. You can't look at them and expect change when you're not putting in any change. And if you're putting any change and not seeing results right now, guess what, baby? Sometimes it takes a while to lose weight. That don't mean you're not getting fit because underneath that fat, guess what's happening? You're building muscle. And muscle burns more fat. Muscle burns more fat. So sometimes you're building muscle. You're building character. You're building strength. You're building integrity. You're building all these things that now can carry the load to take you down the road. But if you stop doing it because you don't see things change instantly, we got to deal with this microwave situation. This microwave mindset mentality that everybody want everything to happen quick, fast, and in a hurry. Things don't happen that way. 
I didn't drop a hundred over 150 pounds overnight. <laughs> it took a minute to drop that weight. And it was a little bit more than that, but I, it, that didn't happen overnight. It was a gradual process. And you're talking about this has been now four, going on five years ago, and I still got to deal sometimes with the vision or the mentality of the change. And that's important because sometimes change takes place. But if you don't change your mind in the changing, you won't see it happening. And even though it's happening, and even though it has taken place, guess what you're going to see? You're going to still see fat boy. <laughs> you're going to still see that. It's sometimes, man, I got, Mally used to get on me, not get on me, get on me, but she used to get on me a lot because I would spend a lot a lot of extra time in front of the mirror. The reason why I would spend a lot of extra time in front of the mirror because I had to force myself to see the change. I had to force myself to see, well, what you, nah, what, 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 what you think? What, nah, say something. What you, what you nah, say about you, that? <laughs> you're always in the mirror. You've always been in the mirror, though. Well, not, <laughs> not, not to that degree, though. You're a mirror person. <laughs> not, not to you know it's not I to that degree. I always had to though. wait on you. Not to that degree. But no, no. I'm, I'm glad. Watch this. That was because in the beginning, you was waiting on me because I wasn't happy with what I was seeing. And so I had to deal with that image. This goes back into that dedicated effort. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people not doing things just because they don't like what they see. And you not like, oh, thank you, babe. You not liking what you seek and sometimes paralyze you. Me not liking what I see, what I was seeing at that particular time, it didn't force me to move. And you think just because you don't like something, change going to take place. Change going to take place when you change. I didn't change doing those things that was keeping me in that position in life. Because I owe, I allow what I didn't like to overcome what I wanted instead of what I wanted to overcome what I didn't like. And so you're going to have to make a dedicated effort, man, in making what you want to happen. You got to. Go ahead, man. That was our fourth point. Nope. Oh, nope. One more point here. We got demand is our fourth point. And demand is an insistent request. Let's I'm gonna make it just that simple. An insistent request. You request what you want and watch it happen. Just make that request. You demand, you demand it to happen for you. Whatever it is that you desire, you dedicate it. You decided, I'm sorry, you desire, you dedicate decided you dedicated your efforts to it and now you just demand it put it out there so it would take place you gotta demand that thing man you gotta you 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 you, you gotta have a consistent position as relates that's what demand is a demand is a consistent position to what you want it's a consistent position you have to take a consistent position both verbally, no, not both. You have to take a consistent position verbally, mentally, emotionally, intellectually. You you have to you have to be all consumed with that. The Bible says that His word does not return by void. Now watch this. Since we are all created in God's image, mm -hmm. then if His word doesn't return by void. Your word doesn't return back void. Did y'all hear what I said? If his word doesn't return back void, your word can't return back void. Why? Because that's imagery. That's the image that you was made in. You have power and authority in your position, but you got to be consistent. You can't say you want something and then next week change your mind. The difference between successful people, write this down. The difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is this right here. Successful people make decisions fast and change their mind slow. Hmm. Didn't know that, did you? 
Well, now you do. Successful people make decisions fast and change their mind slow. Unsuccessful people make decisions slowly and change their minds quickly. You look at a really, you look at an unsuccessful person, you really examine it. If you're unsuccessful, examine yourself and you'll see this characteristic. You make decisions very slow and you change your mind extremely fast. I don't know. I got to think about it. I got to do this. I got to do that. And you take all this time in making a decision. And then as soon as things don't go the way you want them to go, you change your mind. You change your mind. Successful people say, you know what? I like that. I'm doing that. And they don't care. Come hell or high water. They're not changing their minds quickly. They're going to weigh a thing out. They're going to try it out. They're going to go through that process to make sure or assure themselves that that quick decision was the right one. You, on the other hand, you change your mind. You say you want her, but then as soon as things ain't going your way, you don't want her no more. You say you want her, but as soon as things don't go your way, you don't want her no more. You praise your kids, but as soon as they're not doing exactly what you want them to be doing, now they this and they that. Well, guess what? You're going to have to change that makeup. You're going to have to change that. You, when you demand what you want, I, listen. I remember uh, uh, my pastor used to say he would come in the house high and his mother would say, hey, man of God. Mama never changed her position. Her demand was out there. I don't he come in the house with the with the with the with the, uh, with, the with the weed behind the ear. <laughs> Coming out, I was lit. I'm talking about chronic out, whatever it is. I don't smoke, never smoke. But that's what he did. And guess what? She didn't say you blankety blank 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 like like some of y'all be saying. She didn't say none of that. No, she said, "Hey, man of God, I love you, man of God." Every everything it was towards her demand. Because when she put it out there, she held her position. Her position was, you're going to be what I said you're going to be. This is going to work out just the way I said it's going to work out. So I don't care the little antics that you're going through. Just watch this, guys. You got to get over these antics, man. Everybody got antics. All of us got stuff we deal with and do. Is that the end-all, be-all? She knew that wasn't the end-all, be-all. She knew that there was something deeper that was there, that was present at that particular time. He just had to realize there was something deeper and present at that particular time. I remember early on when we were going through a lot of our tests and trials, we had to realize, you know what? Hey, it's, it's something to this relationship, babe. It's something to this. We, we, we got to straighten some things out because we, we got to work to do together. This work ain't separate and apart. It's together. And I'm telling you guys, you that's watching and listening to us, if you realize that what you're doing is designed to bless others, is designed to promote and push others and increase others, that little stuff that you're going through, man, you can ignore that. You can ignore that. I know sometimes I irk her because sometimes I irk myself. <laughs> it amazes me how people don't be honest and say sometimes you get on your own nerves. Sometimes you make your own self sick. Sometimes you feel stupid about some of the stuff that you do yourself. If you feel that way, you don't think somebody else feel that way? I got to deal with me every day. I can't escape me. So that means I got to work on me. And because I'm working on me, that means now I got to be sensitive to her. I got to be sensitive to my family. I remember, man, it was, oh, man, I was the mean dude. Oh. <laughs> I was the mean dude. Mean dude. They was glad when I went to work and mad when I came home. <laughs> man, is he leaving right now? What, what is he taking? He don't drink coffee. <laughs> he don't eat breakfast. Why he taking so long to leave? What's going on? <laughs> Then, then after five come around, they're looking at their clocks again. Oh, he'd be home shortly. That was, hey, listen, I've been there. Then I realized I wanted something better. 
And if I wanted something better, I had to do better. I couldn't want something better and then demand better of others when I myself didn't want to be a participant. You're going to have to participate in this because watch this. It's a heart matter, man. All, all we're talking about really, man, is a heart matter. Mm-hmm. It's a heart matter. This is a heart matter. There, there is importance. There's an importance of maintaining the right heart. It's, listen, maintaining the right heart is the utmost importance to achieving and receiving everything you want. It's an importance. And if you don't hold maintaining the right heart up, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Proverbs 23 and 7a says, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You got to understand, what what do you mean? The heart is a constant two-way dialogue the, well, the heart is in a constant two-way dialogue with the brain. That's why it's important to understand that. As he thinketh in his heart, it's a constant dialogue. The heart is always communicating with the brain. This is what studies have said. Recent work in the relatively new field of neurocardiology has firmly established that the heart is a sensory organ and an information encoding and processing center. Did you hear what I said? Your heart is an information encoding and processing center. Everything about you, everything about life itself is processing that heart. You think it's processing your mind. No, it's not. It's processing your heart. That's why the inner part of heart is ear. (laughs) You take the H and the T off, you got ear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You take the T off, you got ear. The inner part of that is the processing. It's the information encoding because there's some codes that's consistently, continuously sent out and they have to be processed. It's a processing center. Everything in life sends out a code and needs to be processed. Sends out a code and needs to be processed. Sends out a code and needs to be processed. That's what happens in the heart. And that dialogue from the heart now goes to the mind. It goes to the brain. And so now, guess what? It's doing this. And so he said, as a man thinks in his heart, when this is not right, when this processing center isn't right, guess what? You can't get, oh my God, you can't get from it the information needed to make the proper moves. I remember there was a movie came out about these uh, African-American women that were uh, scientists. And, and they they work for NASA. Mm-hmm. You remember the name of that movie? No, no, Taraji no. played in it, yeah, and all them played in it. Played in, uh, what what? Any, brilliant something? I forgot the name of the movie. Somebody know? Type it in for me. Let me see what it is. Well, anyway, I remember uh, there was a part when uh, oh, what's my girl name? The one that played in the movie Help. The heavy set one. I wish you wouldn't ask me names. You know, I'm not good with Jesus. name, remembering me. names, <laughs> and movie names. Oh, have mercy. <laughs> I know who they are, bro. You ask Lord, me. Talk, to my, talk to the phone. Can y'all help me out here? Uh, ask Siri. She knows. It's so no, but they had this IBM machine. I'm sorry, Siri. They had this, this big IBM machine, and they couldn't get the coding right. This shit goes to the library and gets a book and learns coding. She goes to the library, get the book and learns coding. Comes back to the place. These dudes made the, they made the computer and didn't even know how to work it. <laughs> they built it and didn't even know how to work it. She goes and gets the information about coding. Goes there while they're gone puts in some information, some data, and the things start working. And the things start working. Mm-hmm. The right information rested in there. Yep. When you put the right, if you take the time, man, and put the right information out of here, 
<laughs> things will begin to change. You put the right information in your heart, you will see life change in ways you've never seen it change before. You will see things happen quick, fast, and hurry. The reason why things aren't happening as fast as you would like is because of the lack of information that you have in the heart. It's the lack of information you have in that processing center, in that coding center. And when you put the right information in, get all the, listen, you're watching too much junk. The real housewives, they ain't real. <laughs> you done seen the real housewives of Beverly Hills, the real housewives of Atlanta, the real housewives of Potomac, the real housewives of uh, 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 Miami, the real housewives of Colorado, the real housewives of Maine, New England, uh, Europe, uh, uh, Asia, Africa. You, you know all the real housewives. And you processing all that information, that junk into your heart. The coding system is all because it understands that there's some information that you're inputting that does not belong there. And now you're living out some things you shouldn't be living out because you got the wrong stuff in the heart. You got the wrong stuff in the heart. So it says recent work in a relatively new field of neurocardiology has firmly established that the heart is a sensory organ and an information encoding, encoding and processing center with an extensive intrinsic nervous system that's sufficiently sophisticated to qualify as a heart brain. Man, did you hear that? A heart brain. That's a processor, a heart brain. You're thinking it's up here that's processing. No, it's down here that's processing. It's a hard brain. Its circuitry enables it to learn. Listen, your heart has the ability to learn, remember, and make functional decisions independent of your cranial brain. Your heart, man. That's why it's important. That's what you got to say. This is a hard thing. You getting what, what you want out of this blended family, you getting what you want out of life, it's a hard thing. And when you work on this hard thing, man, guess what? It enables you to learn some stuff. It enables you to remember some things, to make functional decisions, independent of what your mind is thinking. Because your mind can think on a level that your heart won't allow you to go to. But your heart can think on a level that your mind will never conceive. It's like growing up, and, uh, I think I got my, my, my brother Chief with me. But Chief can tell you, what we, we grew up in the hood. When I say the hood, all the letters, all four letters were capital. <laughs> Some of y'all grew up in the, the lowercase H-O-O-D. We grew up in the uppercase, uppercase H-O-O-D. And when I say that, I'm talking about like shootings and stabbings and robberies and you name it. We saw it, not heard it. We saw it. We experienced it. We lived it. And so when you're in that environment, you have to be careful that coming out of that environment, you don't maintain those same thoughts. A change has to take place. If a change never takes place, you will never get what you really want. A lot of you guys, like I said, all, all these different shows and programs, again, programs, because that's all they are doing is programming you. That's why they call them programs. The ultimate intent of those shows are to program you, to program you into thinking a certain way, operating a certain way, and, and functioning a certain way so that you can get what they want you to get, not what you want to get out of life. You thinking that y'all can't get along and you can't communicate because you talking to your you talking to your husband like uh Nene talked to her husband, and you talking to your wife like I uh uh, uh I don't say no nobody name because I might know somebody like like uh uh like Tom <laughs> like Tom be talking to his wife on the show and you think you're gonna get the same results that Nene and Tom get. Guess what? That's not gonna happen because your wife and your husband. They not getting paid to go along with that nonsense. They not getting a check to smile like everything's everything because of what you just said. They not tolerating that. 
And so you think, oh, well, they did it. I can do it. No, guess what? It don't work that way. And so you have to be careful on that. Proverbs says like this in 423, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it, out of that processing centers are the issues of life. That's why I says keep your heart. You got to keep what goes in. You got to guard your heart, man. You got to guard this thing. You got to put up the fences on this thing. You got to put up the protection that the hedges around your heart because out of it. So you, you think it's out of your mind. No, it's not out of your mind. It's out your heart. Those were the issues of life flow out of. They come out your heart. And if your heart ain't right, your issues aren't right. Your life is not right. I had to get my heart right concerning my wife. My wife had to get her heart right concerning me. Because there were some things that I did that messed her heart up. And there were some things that I did that messed my heart up. <laughs> See, I thought I was going to say there were some things that she did. No, that was my, that was me. That was me. I was dumb. I was young. I was stupid. That's not saying that that she didn't do anything, but it was me. I had to deal with me. And so I had to now, I had to then learn how to guard my heart. I had to be careful of what I was allowing to come in. Because what I was allowing to come in was coming right back out. It's just like, like, like if you eat something that's um, not agreeing with your stomach, guess what? It's going to come right back up. It's the same way, guys. You're consuming things that's not agreeing with your spirit, man. That's not agreeing with your design. Because all of us are design are designer originals. You are a designer original. I'm a designer original. That's why it's only one me. <laughs> if it was any more me, you'll be in trouble. <laughs> You see that face right there? This is a lot. It's a lot dealing with me. We're designer originals. And so as a designer original, you got to protect that thing, man. Why you think if you go to the Gucci store, you got guards right at the door? If you go to the Fendi store, you got guards right at the door. If you go to Walmart, you got to greet it at the door. <laughs> If you go to Target, ain't nobody at the door. <laughs> you know, the reason watch this. The reason why they're not at the door is because the value that's placed on the possessions on the inside. When you look at yourself, man, like you are a designer original, like you are top-notch stuff on the shelf, man. Guess what? You're gonna guard that. You're not gonna allow crazy things to come in here because you know crazy things gonna come out of here. And too many times we're asking for forgiveness for stuff we shouldn't even be asking for forgiveness for. If we would just guard our hearts, if we would understand that out of the heart flows the issue of life. If you would understand that, you would protect that so that you wouldn't have to keep on saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. After a while, you're going to hear this. You are. You are. <laughs> Say that last time. Say that last time. You're absolutely correct. And so as the most powerful and consistent generator of rhythmic information patterns in the bottom, in the body, the heart is in continuous communication with the brain and body through multiple pathways. Listen, guys, as the most powerful, this is the heart, the most powerful, consistent generator of rhythmic information patterns in the body. That's that heart, man. That thing has patterns. There's a rhythm to life. There's a rhythm to life, man. It's like, 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 uh, like, like, I, I got my girl Latanya here. I ain't gonna put her out there, but back in the day when we was in school, she could dance. <laughs> dance real good. You know what I'm saying? And so, but, but she had rhythm though. Everybody had rhythm like her. I mean, ever since elementary school, third, fourth grade, the girl had rhythm. Probably chilling it all the way through school. But she just had that rhythm. And so understand, there's a rhythm in your heart, man, that is responsible for the rhythm of life. That's why you got to protect that thing. Because if that rhythm isn't, isn't right, it's like a, it's like, it's like a, a three-leg race, a three-legged race. This right here is a three-legged race. 
She got a leg out, I got a leg out, but we both got a leg together. And so if we're not in rhythm in our movements, we're going to have all kinds of problems. <laughs> we're going to have all kinds of problems. Why? Because we're not moving. We're not moving. We're not flowing together. There's no symmetry in what we're doing. There's no rhythm in what we're doing. And so as we're trying to get to the end or to the goal or to the finish line, constantly chipping, constantly falling, constantly fussing because it's on two, not three. <laughs> and you're going back and forth because you just won't get in rhythm. You just don't understand that there is a rhythm to this thing. And if you would tap into that rhythm, you will get everything you desire out of it. How does the heart think? Because we got to get ready to wrap this thing up, babe. Yeah, we'll but, but how does the heart think? The next time, because it's a lot of information on this. So we, we'll come back to that. Okay, so so no, so let's let's go back then. As the most powerful and consistent generator of rhythmic information patterns in the body, the heart is in continuous communication with the brain and body through multiple pathways. Neurologically, mm -hmm. that means through the autom autonomic nervous system, biochemically, through your hormones, hormones biophysically, through pressure and sound waves, and energetically, through electromagnetic field interactions. This makes the heart uniquely well positioned. Now watch this, guys. Your heart is uniquely well positioned. To act as the global, oh my God, I'm glad we're stopping on this. To act as the global communicator in the body's symphony of functions, binding and synchronizing the system as a whole. Oh, they say, what in the world did he just say? Listen to this, guys. All of what the heart does makes it the well, uniquely well positioned to act as the global coordinator. Mm -hmm. Did you hear what I just said? Your heart is positioned to act as the global coordinator. Global worldwide. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Follow me, follow me. You were designed to be worldwide. Not just known locally, not just known in your city, not just known in your state, not just known in your country. You were really designed to be known worldwide. Your marriage was designed to be known worldwide. Your marriage was designed to be seen by people in Africa, by people in Europe, by people in Asia, by people in, in, in the North Pole, in South America. Your, your, your marriage, your relationship, your family was designed to be a global communicator. But it starts here. If the heart is not communicating globally, guess what? Your wife won't communicate globally. That's where it all starts. It starts here. You want to... Three years ago, we've been, we've been doing this... For February 14, 2017. 2017. So this is 20. So next month, in, in a couple weeks, it'll be four years. Four years ago, Brandon and Madeline Hyman were known just in our family, in our community, and in our church. Our family, our community, and in our church. That's how we were known. We went from being known just in our family, community, and church to being known globally. In the blender is seen and heard in over 130 countries. <laughs> Did y'all hear what I just said? In the blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman is seen and heard in over 130 countries on a weekly basis. And so how did that happen? That happened because we put some things in place 
that will allow our lives to expand so others can benefit from it. We had to deal with some things personally early on that positioned us later on in our marriage relationship to allow the whole world to experience what we've experienced. What are you saying? Yours was designed the same way, man. All you got to do is realize that you're looking at all the things that you're going through and you feel like there's no purpose. There is a purpose. There is a purpose to this thing. There's a reason why you're going through what you're going through, but you got to understand that reason and then maximize it. Maximize the information from that. When you do that, you'll be doing have everything that you desire to be doing have. Yes. Listen, I, 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 come on, baby, give us, give us some. Pleasure. All right, well. That's it for tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. Some of you have been watching us and supporting us since February of 2017. We appreciate that. Um, From the bottom of our hearts, we thank you so much for supporting and tuning in. Um, So with that said, also tune in. You can tune in on Thursday nights to WJMS Radio from 8 to 9 p.m. You can reach us via email at weareablendedfamily at gmail.com. And our website is in theblenderministries.com. Send us any questions that you um, may have or any topics that you guys may want us to discuss or, you know, to bring out. Um, send that to us and we'll definitely make sure that we air that we don't have to use your name or anything but if there's a specific topic that you would like to discuss or certain questions that you would like answered we can present those in um, one of our broadcasts when we are before you guys because listen we talk about uh daddy drama we talk about mommy drama (laughs) we talk about uh child support you name it we talk about it Deal breakers, deal, things that break the deal. <laughs> deal breakers, All things that break things. the deal. Listen, if it's going to bless and benefit you, we are going to discuss it. Yes. And so we and you're want- welcome, you Latanya. Yes, yes, yes. We love you guys. We thank you so much for tuning in. Listen, how do they reach us, sweetheart? We are at email. Yes. We are a blended family at gmail.com. We are a blended family at gmail.com. So again, I know she said that before, but I wanted her to say it again because there isn't an episode that we've shared that there aren't many questions. If you got a question, somebody over in Asia has that question. Somebody over in Europe has that question. Somebody in Africa has that question. Somebody in North Carolina has that question. Somebody in New England has that question. In California, they have that question. So don't think that question is just your question. That question is going to bless so many people when they get an answer for it. Mm -hmm. And so, listen, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Don't forget to share this broadcast. Oh, yeah. And also, we are, you can guys, you guys can catch us on um, YouTube. What's all of our social media? Somebody got us that together. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I don't even know. Stitcher. Yes, Stitcher. SoundCloud. Um, you can catch us on all the social media, um, <laughs> all the social media sites. Also, don't forget YouTube. And then again, don't forget to tune in on Thursdays from 8 to 9 p.m. on WJMS Radio. And again, email is we are a blended family at gmail.com. And our website is in the blender ministries.com. Also, too, we don't have a copy of it. I don't think we have a copy of it, but we do have a, 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 a book. Our first book we wrote a couple years ago. Uh, the ABCs of the Blended Family. Make sure you guys see that next broadcast. But the ABCs of the Blended Family will take you from A to Z with some nuggets that's going to bless your family, that's going to bless your life, take you to that next level and dimension. Also, too, we're sporting uh, the shirt we have on. If you guys can see it, uh, this is Rich John. My cousin, he has his uh, line out, his clothing line out. Rich John, I'm telling you guys, you want to get this. Uh, I have his information the next time as well. I have on the hoodie she has on the T-shirt. Uh, that we can share that with you. The guy has some fire. I mean, some stuff that's just straight fire. You want to participate in that as well. Listen, we love you guys. We love thank you, guys. you for tuning thank in. You. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
thank you for tuning in to the dynamic broadcast of In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. WJMS Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. See, we keep it real. You can't knock what's real, you know what I'm saying? We telling the truth, man.